This is BookCareers.com Live, the podcast about careers in book publishing for people who are looking for a job, building a career or who want to do their current job better. I'm your host, Suzanne Collier, the founder of BookCareers.com and it's my job to solve career problems relating to the book world. If you're looking for a job in book publishing, do check out the bookcareers.com website for all our services. There is bound to be something to help you through your current situation. We have a newcomers job club, a professionals coaching group, offer help with CVs, covering letters, applications and interviews, run a one day how to job search in book publishing course, as well as support people through redundancy or even wanting to career change out of book publishing. Visit bookcareers.com or book into our careers clinic via the website or my email as always is Suzanne at bookcareers.com. Hello and welcome to episode 201 of bookcareers.com live. It's been an interesting week and one where I spoke to the SYP conference about pathways into publishing, but also where I'm starting to see a common issue emerging in clients who are going to interviews or having difficulties at work. And the common issue is the subject of this episode, the art of conversation. Many years ago, I was a sales rep and a key accounts manager who was on the road five days a week, driving to appointments day after day. Some days I would see eight different accounts. Sometimes it was the standard five, and on one or two days, depending on location, it might have been one or two. In mileage terms, I was notching up 50,000 miles a year mostly in the traffic jam known as the M25. At the time, I lived on my own and I basically, in this role, worked on my own. 90% of the time, either in my work life or my personal life, I was on my own. So when I went out to see friends and had people to talk to and who listened to me, I was like a never-ending waterfall, full of words. I was so starved of being able to speak that as soon as I opened my mouth, a torrent of words came out and it was almost impossible for anyone else to get a word in edgeways. It was as though I was saving up all the words I would have liked to speak during the day and let them loose as soon as the opportunity arose. I became aware of it when I started initiating conversations with anyone, whether it was talking to someone in a lift, at the checkout or even daring to speak to someone on the London Underground. Then I became aware of it within other people who were either doing similar roles or were in jobs or situations that left them devoid of human adult conversation. And now, in today's society, where so many people are freelancing or working alone, working remotely, what was an experience limited to a select few has become the norm. Many of us are in situations where, whilst we might communicate with others all day, very little of this is verbal communication. The communication is via email, Teams, texts or apps like Slack. 
we're all being starved of the art of conversation. And if you're someone who is job hunting or networking in order to progress your career, or you're just someone who wants to remain as human as possible, you need to find ways to bring verbal conversation back into your life. Aside from the obvious that if you're isolated, how can you tell if you're being starved of conversation? Yes, you might effervesce words when you open your mouth, but other key signs might be pausing a lot when you speak, almost stuttering, lots of ums and uhs, and you struggling to find the words. Or someone asking you a question and your mind giving a response that is not the answer, but goes all around the houses and still you haven't made your point. And this is the issue I'm starting to see with clients who approach me for interview coaching. Previously, I'd be focusing more on the answers and the quality of the answers, how they as candidates match the job and the requirements of the role. But this week, I found myself almost having to remind the clients about how to speak as they appeared to have lost not only the ability to articulate or explain themselves in any coherent way, but also seem to have lost their voice. This might on the surface not seem very serious and we all go through phases of not being able to articulate. However, if we are going to continue to spend so much of our working day in isolation and in nonverbal communication, we need to keep our conversation muscles healthy, fit and ready. In the future, I can see conversation groups and socials being set up in the same way there are book groups, just so people can talk to one another face to face and not by typing messages. So before you completely lose your art of conversation, here are some tips. Number one, phone. Pick up the phone, have a real conversation with someone, whether it's a friend, family, colleague, potential client, client, instead of playing email ping pong. It's something we do in the book careers office. We don't play email ping pong where you're going back and forth from five emails or more in order to get one small decision or point across. But if you're a client, usually an email would generate a phone call or a Zoom. But for you, phone one person at least once a day, have a conversation, listen to them and let them respond verbally and you respond verbally. You never know. Instead of typing, talking might catch on again. Number two, socialise. It is really easy for any of one of us now to live in a truly isolated world. One where we never see a human, where all our shopping and needs can be met with a delivery and we can keep in touch with everyone with a few texts and emails or status updates. And the more you get used to not going out, the easier staying in becomes 
and the harder it becomes to put clothes on and go out. And this is one thing where all those lockdowns affected us all. Even as someone as outgoing as me has had to make a huge effort to get back into the habit of going out-out. Number three, practice. Yes, many of us talk to ourselves and we can practice or rehearse what we might say to someone in the future. And this could be key in helping keep your verbal conversation muscle active. When we go out, we can mostly predict what questions are going to be asked of us. And it's why in general conversation, the first topic that usually comes up is the weather. And it's the same with interview questions. We've got a pretty good idea what is going to be asked interview and we need to practice our responses. Number four, volunteer. We're coming into the Christmas party season and I'm sure you've got lots of opportunities to find something social to attend where you can practice talking to other people. But there are many charities and organisations where you can befriend people who are usually elderly, housebound or living solitary lives who might be as starved at conversation as you are. There are also a number of organisations and societies where you can get the opportunity to read books to children or adults. I'm not going to list any organisations or charities because Google is your friend on this. And I think that if you use Google, other search engines are available. I think you'll be pleasantly and sadly surprised as to just how many volunteer opportunities to friend others there are. If you're stuck needing interview coaching, it is something we do. Or if you wish you were getting interviews, my email, as always, is suzanne at bookcareers.com. Now it is your opportunity to join in the live discussion. You can find us across social media using the hashtag bookcareers or on Twitter at bookcareers or me personally, Suzanne Collier. Or visit our own platform at bookcareers.com slash live. Thank you for listening. May you all be doing a job you love and being paid the salary that you so richly deserve. Bye.